1: Wednesdays on the HUGE Radio Network are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association. You can follow everything about high school sports 24-7 at MHSAA.com, at MHSAA on Twitter, and MHSAA on Facebook. Wednesdays on the HUGE Show are presented by the Michigan High School Athletic Association.
0: Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan. It's time for the HUGE Show. From the East Side to the West Side to the UP, the HUGE Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1 866 838 HUGE. That's 1 866 838 4843. You ready? Now, let's go to the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper parts Studio with the HUGE one, Bill What's up,
1: Michigan? It is time to begin a holiday weekend Wednesday live broadcast. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We'll get into the Michigan High School football championships happening Friday and Saturday inside Ford Field. Mark Yule and the MHSAA entire team hard at work right now. Those two days are as good as anything done with high school sports in America. It's fantastic. I'll be down there on Friday because I have a Michigan-Ohio state watch party at Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown Grand Rapids on Saturday at noon. Open to the public. Their doors We'll kick open at 11 a.m. Saturday at all Brands locations across Michigan. The Brands in Bay City, Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Cascade, Johnny Brands in Granville, Brands in Holland. And join me at the Brands on Leonard. So I'll be there Friday uh, for the four games. Could have taken the whole day. My son Ace bringing a buddy, my son Legend. $20 ticket, you get the entire day tickets are available at ticketmaster.com right now or at MHSAA.com. they have the quick link join me on friday saturday uh, we're going to break down the teams and the games buck gino who's right there he's kind of like the mel kuiper meets dick Vitale of high school football in west michigan he works with brett Makita, on uh, 96 one the game and their high school football game of the week I think they're doing three games this weekend. The CMU game kicking off at 11 a.m. Didn't allow them to broadcast the Grand Rapids Forest Hills Central Warren D. LaSalle game on Friday. I think that's when I'm looking at the flagship station's schedule on 96 won the game, but they will air the other three, which will break down all eight. Uh, with Buck in a moment. And the DraftKings NFL Power Hour will happen at the end of this broadcast. Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, will join me. Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, will look back at the Giants' win and what about the matchup with the Bills tomorrow? Now, I did talk to Merrill on the phone and he said the Bills have been exposed by opponents' running games. And that may be one of the Lions' strengths. So we'll break it down on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour at the end of the broadcast. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion. He'll join us, Ohio State and Michigan. On Saturday in Columbus, they're saying temperatures around 50, a light rain may push in. Actually, if you're looking at it from west to east, you're going to get an upper... Uh, draft system that's going to push the weather into is in the Columbus temperatures in the fifties. Winds will kick up a little by the end of the game. Maybe a few sprinkles on your way out of the shoe because my huge prediction was posted at a Huge Show on Twitter, the Huge Show on Facebook. Michigan thirty-one, Ohio State twenty-eight. And then what happens? I'm inside Meyer. I don't know if this is like. A Chucky the Doll experience, but I'm inside the mire at Naps Corner, you know, getting set for the holiday weekend, and I'm checking out, and right behind me is about a a six, seven, eight-year-old kid with an Ohio State Buckeyes t shirt and full gear on. And I look at him and I'm thinking, is this like Damien Omen 4? Is this is this kid Lucifer? And then I looked, and he had C.J. Stroud's number on, which is Mark of the Football Beast. And I'm like, ooh, and a and a, a cool chill came over me while I'm in the checkout line at the Myron Knapp's corner. And the kid looked at me and said, you have a Michigan fan. And I'm like, I'm not wearing any Michigan gear. How'd you know? He goes, because I know everything. I'm like, Yeah. I'm using M perks. Time to get the hell out of here. I looked at the kid. Good luck. He goes. I don't need luck. I'm thinking. And then I asked him the score of the game. He goes, sixty-six to six. I go six six six. I'm out of here. <laughs> What's your name? Chucky. Oh my god. He's Chucky the Buckeye Doll. Uh, uh, Buck Gino is standing by. He knows everything high school football. He's the color commentator on our flagship station, 96-1. Their football game of the week. Their drive to Ford Field is legit. Man, they got four local teams uh, in state championship games this weekend. Out of the eight, I'll be there on Friday. I'll see three of them. Buck joins us on the Meyer guest. Sign. How you doing, my friend?
2: Good,
3: Bill. I mean, you're talking. You're telling me I'm Mal Kuiper. You sound like either Jim Cantore or Wes
1: Craven. I do. Uh, I, like I have Wes a fascination Craven. with Wes yeah. <laughs> Craven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cover. What do you sound like? You sound like a Jim Cantori One second, Bill. The next thing, I think this is like Exorcist Four. <laughs> Oh, I, 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 I'm really rooting for the Catholic schools this weekend. <laughs> hey, excuse me. Mark Ewell's going to get me on the field. Hey, is that, is, that a, is that Father John from Warren D. LaSalle? Could you splash me with some holy water right now? I don't want that kid to show up. <laughs> oh, hold on. It's West Catholic. Oh, they, It's West uh, Catholic. Oh, hey, 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 Father John, Father Mark, splash me with some holy water. You won't believe this kid I met at Meyer. He had the score on his forehead, 66-6. Oh, man.
4: Isn't
1: that that the mark of the football beast? (laughs) Uh, I'm in a good mood because it's a great sports weekend. It really is. Uh, We got the high school championship games, which we'll get to all eight in a moment. People can get their tickets, Ticketmaster.com, MHSAA.com. They have the quick link. I'll be down there on Friday. So we get that. We get the Lions and the Bills in a meaningful Thanksgiving Day game. Should be a good one tomorrow. You got Michigan-Ohio State Saturday. You got Michigan State having to win at Penn State to be bowl eligible on Saturday. You got Michigan State out at the Nike Classic in Portland with the men and the women. You got Michigan hoops. I mean, it's just a great weekend. So let's begin with the high school football state championships. Uh, Let's start with that D1 matchup. And who you liked?
3: Boy, you know, if you had told me at the beginning of the playoffs the Caledonians would be playing the final game, I might have looked at you a little bit weird simply because of the, the quality of team that they had to get through to get to that Ford Field destination. The Bill, they've done it. I mean, they, they beat Rockford in a rematch, they shut out, I mean, shut out Carson, who was scoring 40 points a game. I know the elements had a little bit to do with that. But to shut them out is just an amazing, uh, just a, just something that I couldn't even fathom. But Coach Darren Pennington and his squad are ready. And then they go right from Clarkson, and the next step is they have Belleville. And obviously, you know, a lot of things going on there. You know, Coach Corral being suspended by the MHSA. They had a game that night against the Tech and had to pull it out in overtime. And so, you know, they had a lot of things going on, and Caledonia the next day just dominates Clarkson. So I think, you know, before last week, when I did the show last week, I didn't know if Caledonia was going to make it, but now I look at how they performed, and what Belleville is having to go through, and I really think this is going to be a more competitive game than people are trying to give it credit for. Caledonia, their first foray in Division One. I. I mean, the last time they made the state finals was Division Three with Tom Burrow when they won that state championship in 2005. So, um, you know, I, I just tip the cap to Derek Pennington and his crew, and anything is possible. And Coach uh, Defensive Coordinator Whitney Bell drawing up everything he can. The kitchen sink. You to go at Clarkson and now Bellville. So, I, I think this is going to be a competitive game. And you know what? I'm just going to ride it. I think Caledonia has the ability to make an upset bid here against Belleville. And the Tigers are reeling a little bit. They don't They don't have their, their true head coach. They have just kind of a, a team approach to that right now. And, yes, they were able to win that game against Cass Tech, but they are now having to prepare for another team. And I think that's kind of going to go – that's really going to be something to look for because they're used to doing game prep with the coach, and now they don't have that. And so they're going to have a whole week of prep that they're going to have to basically do it on their own. And it's going to be an interesting that, that in their dynamic for sure. And I don't know. I think Caledonia does have the chance here, but it should be an entertaining game nonetheless.
1: Buck Gino, he is a high school football insider with Brett Bakita on our flagship station, 96-1 The Game. They are airing three of the state championship games featuring West Michigan teams uh, this weekend. Am I, am I correct on that? Are you guys doing all three?
3: Yeah, so we have the uh, – yeah, so Central and Eastern are going to take precedent over the um, right. over that time slot. So, unfortunately, we don't have the Forest Hill Central Salle game, which has a lot of local ties. Why? Because Dan Roan, former West Catholic coach, former coach at Muskegon Orchard View and Fremont, a lot of West Michigan teams is now the coach at Salle, and here's going to take on Tim Rogers' Cinderella story, the Forest Hill Central Rangers – undefeated beating up Dexter in double overtime uh, in a thriller. And this will be their first final since 1994. So hats off to Coach Rogers and his team battling the elements, battling the fact that they're starting quarterback up in Notre House. It's still kind of gimped up a little bit with an injury and Mason Dallas coming in and doing the job. So great job by Forest Hill Central. And uh, we're rooting for you here in West Michigan. They're kicking on a tough Warren DLSL team over there in D two, and then D six. We've got West Catholic and Nagani, another UT matchup for those West Catholic guys. They used to be in D five when they were playing Menominee all the time, and now they get another UP and the team in Nagani in Division six, who's coming in. And then the nightcap for us will be Division four South Christian against the Martians of Goodrich, and uh, that should be a good game as well. So a really entertaining games throughout the slate on Friday, and then we head into Saturday. And uh, we have one game that we're going to be broadcasting, which is, again, you know, we just talked about the Caledonia-Belleville game. But uh, there's also some local flavor uh, for your market uh, because we got Muskegon playing Martin Luther King in the final D3, and that's the, that's the, the matinee, that's the, the showcase game at the 7 o'clock on Saturday. So lots of action to be had, and, boy, we're just happy to be a part of it. And this is the most games we've had. This is the most teams we've had from West Michigan in quite some time.
1: Yeah, 96 won the game. You're a high school leader when it comes to everything high school sports with Brett Bakita, Buck Gino on the call. Uh, Just go to 961thegame.com for uh, all the times. Really, you can just look at mhsa.com and then listen in the Grand Rapids area, 96 won the game this weekend. All right, so we talked about the D1 matchup. We just mentioned Grand Rapids, Forest Hill Central, Warren D. LaSalle. D. LaSalle may be the best team in the state regardless of class. Uh, That's going to be a tall order, but I like Coach Rogers and Forest Hill Central. I saw them scrimmage my son's team. You It was 11 v. 11, no equipment, but I could tell uh, they had a lot of playmakers, well-coached, really precision uh, practice. I saw everything with their groups, what was going on. Uh, I'm not surprised they're undefeated, but they found a way to get there, which says something about Coach Rogers and Rangers football at Grand Rapids Forest Hill Central.
5: Yeah, always well
3: coached. Tim does a great job over there, and they are a power-running team. I mean, there are no bones about it. They are not flashy. They just get the job done very well coached disciplined, and they've got their work cut out for them against the DSL team. Like you said, that could be the best in the state regardless of enrollment or class. But, you know, they've gotten this far, and I think they ride that momentum. Again, another game I think that can be more competitive than what people want to give it credit for People look at it and say, well, you know, First Hill Central, they're down to the back of a quarterback, and Dio Sal so good. But boy, when you have a well coached team, when you get this far, it's not an accident. And Coach Tim Rogers will have his team ready for battle on Friday.
1: Uh, D3, uh, Muskegon, uh, King, that's going to be a, you know, maybe 50 47 final, right? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I mean, that's going to be attractive. You talked about all the players on the, the King side of the football and the Kai guy and his cast of characters on that Muskegon team. I think this is going to be a really interesting game. It's going to be, like you said, up and down the field. And I think for Muskegon, the biggest thing for them in their history, Shane Fairfield has his, gotten his team to the finals a lot of different times, but they've only been able to climb that mountain one time when they beat Harrison. They have to get off to a good start. That's the one theme that kind of is their bugaboo when they get to that state finals is they don't typically get off to great starts. And when you're playing teams that are as good or better than you, that's that's a tough ask is to come back in the second half or to, you know, to try to keep pace with them. And I think if they can get off to a good, fast start, you know, get up on King, get a couple of scores early, that can propel them to victory.
1: A D4 again with some West Side flavor with Grand Rapids South. Christian, my son's team, Grand Rapids Forest Hills Eastern, played them during the regular season. Maybe the most dominating and impressive O-line and D-line playoff scene uh, at any level in high school, in any state where I've covered the sport. Uh, your thoughts on the D4 final this weekend at Ford Field.
3: Yeah, and so we, we had that game last weekend, South Christian versus Edwardsburg, and they had some real fortitude. I mean, they got up 20 to nothing, and then Edwardsburg got back in it because they also have some championship pedigree. degree. But South Christian with that great leadership, Jake DeHaan, the senior quarterback, Jake Ramas uh, coming back from injury and, and also being in that leadership role, Nate Brinks. You know, I'm, I'm skipping a whole lot of kids, so I do apologize. I'll get to them. Uh, on Friday, but um, they have such great leadership, and Danny Brown, the head coach, has has got them playing their best ball. And they're going to come in against a Goodrich team, who's a Cinderella story. Nobody has really heard of them, but I mean, they got through some tough teams as well to get to this point, including Orchard Lake St. Mary. So they're no slouch, and I think that South Christian. While they do have their work cut out for them, I think they're built to last. And I think they're a championship football team, as you mentioned, Bill, up front. Just so many great players. You know, we talked about Cam Post on both sides of the ball. That's one guy that stands out to me. But they have a complete offensive and defensive line. And when you're going to go to a championship game, that's one of the things you look for. Are they going to win that line of scrimmage? Well, I saw it all last Saturday. And I've seen it in other games, and you saw it as well. They can control that lineup scrimmage. And when they do, they are impossible to beat. And I think that's what's going to happen on Saturday. Goodrich will give them a good fight. I do believe that. But South Christian, boy, they are just a machine there in Division 4.
1: Buck Gino, uh, he is a color commentator on the drive to Ford Field with Brad Bakita on our flagship station. 96 Won the game in Grand Rapids, breaking down the Michigan high school Athletic Association's Championship Weekend at Ford Field. Tickets are available, Ticketmaster.com, the Ford Field box office, and also the quick link at MHSAA.com. Uh, let's move on to D5 and your thoughts on who wins a state title.
3: Well, I mean, Gladwin and in both two really good stories. Now, was a traditional power in Division 5. They have been to the finals before. They lost to Grand Rapids Catholic Central in 2020, and they've been all around that regional semifinal round before. And so they are battle-tested. But then they have Gladwin, who is coming in off a big win against that Grand Rapids Catholic Central team. Not many people gave them a chance. The only people that probably thought that they could win were the entire city of Gladwin, and that was about it. Well, they proved them... And everybody else, like me, wrong. Which was, they went in and they were able to beat Grand Rapids Catholic Central. They have a lot of momentum riding into this game, and they're playing a team that, you know, is not too far down the road. from I'm gladman and Kraken, with obviously. Know about each other, and they're both coming in undefeated. This should be a really entertaining game. Two teams are looking for their first title, so somebody is going to get to raise the hardware for the first time in their school history. It should be a knocking down, drag about game, and boy, it's going to be really interesting. I has have some explosive players on their side of the football. Two kickoff returns keyed the victory against Grand Rapids Catholic Central. So you know Frankenmuth is going to be paying special attention to that. And Frankenmuth on their side of the ball, boy, just really tough up front. We've seen them before in the twenty final, and they are well coached. So that should be a very entertaining final against two newcomers. Um, Somebody's going to get a a state title for the first time, and it's going to be exciting either way, no matter who wins.
1: Let's move on to the D6 football state championship game this weekend at Ford Field. Buck, uh, who's your pick?
3: West Catholic taking on the Donnie and we've seen this video a little bit before, at least a version of this when West Catholic used to play in the nominee. In the finals, it's so tough to judge those UP teams because they, they very rarely get down to the Lower Peninsula to play opponents from down here. And so you really just don't know what they have. And Nagani, you know, first test against the Lower Peninsula team was last week in, in the semifinals. So I think West Catholic is, is loaded for Bear again. I saw them play in Week 7, and they really dismantled a pretty good Coopersville team that night. And I think that they can do the same here with Nagani. Um, Nagani just doesn't play teams with the speed and the athleticism that West Catholic has, is able to do, to bring to bear. Bernie Barnsteel, the junior, the the senior transfer quarterback from Wyoming, um, he's given them a new element this year to the Falcons and they just have so many weapons. I think that they're going to be able to overwhelm Nagani and really take control of this game. Uh, but that's why they play them, you know, is because you know both teams are wanting that big title. So, so if Catholic can just stay disciplined and and play their game, they should be able to win that game.
1: A couple of games left to break down with Buck Gino as the huge show is live across Michigan on Thanksgiving Eve. MHSAA.com, the quick link for tickets for Friday or Saturday or the entire weekend. Uh, the MHSAA. MHSAA? Hey, who are you? MHSAA MHSAA? Now, MHSAA. Who's that? What? Where'd that come from? MHSAA uh, puts on a fantastic show. Get your tickets. Ford Field box office. Walk-ups will be available. Don't worry, it won't be sold out. Ticketmaster.com and the quick link at MHSAA.com. All right, D7. Who's going to win that state football championship trophy?
3: that you get a rematch of a regular season game in the state finals. But that's what we have. We have Traverse City St. Francis versus Jackson Lumen Christie. They played in week two. Traverse City St. Francis won that matchup as part of Jackson Lumen Christy's 0-3 start. But now Jackson Lumen Christie getting here, They started out 0-3. They are now 10-3. St. Francis undefeated and really probably, you know, it, it outclassing most of the opponents that they played this year. Well, they didn't outclass... Uh, Jackson Lumen Christie, that was a tight ball game. And so that second game is always tough. We saw Caledonia Rockwood. We see it every year in the playoffs where you have a rematch, and it's so tough for the winning team in that first matchup because they're like, hey, we already beat this team. We already proved that we're better. Well, you have to do it again, and you have to dig extra deep in that tank because the other team on the other sideline wants revenge. And it's such a tough matchup for the team that won the first game, especially with the close game. And I think that's what's going to happen here. I think Traverse City, St. Francis can win this game. But I think it's going to be a tight one. I think Jacksonville and Christie, having won 10 straight games coming into this weekend, are going to give them all they want and more. It's going to be a tight one. I think it's going to be one of the more exciting games of the weekend, for
1: sure. Let's wrap it up with uh, Division 8 this weekend at Ford Field, Michigan High School Athletic Association, High School Football Championships. Like I said, tickets available at Ticketmaster.com, Ford Field Box Office for walk up, and also the quick link at MHSAA.com. D8, who's celebrating this weekend?
3: We have Ubley and you have Ottawa Lake Whiteford, and Ottawa Lake Whiteford, the Bobcats a perennial visitor to Ford Field. They have not been there in the last uh, couple of seasons, but they had a long stretch there where they were in the finals or in semifinals very consistently. You have Ubley coming um, from up north. And I just think with the Bobcats, they play some bigger schools down there around the, the Ohio border. They don't shy away from anybody. And so they they play some pretty stiff competition. Ubley also coming in undefeated as well. But I think the Bobcats, because of their schedule, they're ready to go. They're ready to put that state title trophy back in their trophy case. So I, I'm picking the Bobcats in that one.
1: Buck Gino will be a Brett Makita on our flagship station 96 1, the game. They'll be calling three. Is that correct? Three or four? Are you doing the Muskegon three. game?
3: No, that, well, we will have that on our Lakeshore game. That will be on a sister station of ours, which is 107 DeMoose in, in Muskegon. So they, that crew will cover the Muskegon game. So we will be able to listen to it live, uh, but our Lakeshore crew, with Tom Kendra and LT, will be doing that one on 107 DeMoose.
1: Yeah, so they'll be doing three games in the Grand Rapids area on 96 on the game, our flagship station. Uh, those three games will be uh, Grand Rapids South Christian. Uh, you'll be doing the Grand Rapids West Catholic game and the Caledonia game. Forest Hill Central game uh, cannot be aired live because of the CMU Eastern game and the contractual obligations on 96-1 the game in GR, correct? Yeah, but, yeah,
3: but what we can tell you to do is obviously you can get to Valley Sports. They'll have the telecast there. You can also go to the MHS. I can't do it now. You messed me up, Bill. I can't even say MHS. Mhfaa. I can't do it because of you. No, network.
1: I'm tired of people blaming me for everything today. <laughs> totally tired of it.
3: <laughs> Mhfaanetwork.com. They will also have a live audio feed. So if you're at work or something where you can't get the video feed, Mhfaanetwork.com. You can go there and listen to that as well.
1: Buck, good stuff. Uh, enjoy that drive to Ford Fee- or Ford Field. There it goes, Ford Field too. Hey, you know what? I, I'm thinking of the holidays. <laughs> four Field. Hey, are the game's at Ford Field or Four Field. Uh, four Field's right down the street. It's a new arena. It's smaller. Oh my God! If I've lost it and I can't talk, this is the end of the career. On the day before Thanksgiving, I tell you, it's that little kid. It's that, he. He's put some voodoo jinx on me. Yeah, you know what? You can't talk anymore. Why does he sound like he's ninety and he's eight? <laughs> All right, oh. we love you, Buck. All right, thanks, Bill. Yeah, you know, good, good Thanksgiving to your family. Yeah, back at you. I just started thinking Superfly with the faux paws there and his name being Buck Geno, and I'm doing Ford Field. How close I was. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think it's just a holiday weekend mood. I really do. Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network will join us next. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion on Ohio State and Michigan here in about 40 minutes. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com on the Lions and the Bills tomorrow. John Conlon, our soccer insider. Man, the World Cup's been nuts in week one. Conlon will give us the latest and also a preview on England and the U.S. on Friday uh, in Qatar and then we'll end the show with our DraftKings NFL Power Hour presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. When you download that app, always use promo code HUGE to get the hookups. Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, will join us. And also Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour. That happens every week exclusively on the HUGE show across Michigan.
0: From St. Joseph to Midland. This show is huge. Get more for your money this Thanksgiving at Meyer. Set the table with Meyer Grade A Frozen Turkey for 55 cents per pound. Limit two. Then save with everyday low prices on sides like Meyer Stuffing Mix and Meyer Broth. A five-pound bag of russet potatoes for 99 cents. And Pillsbury Crescents and Pie Crust. Buy three, get two free. Plus, get the same low Meyer prices no matter how you shop, in-store or online. Exclusions apply. See all the deals in the Meyer app.
1: show is back live across Michigan Wednesday Thanksgiving Eve man we got the Lions and the Bills tomorrow full day of NFL and college football Michigan State out West in the Nike Classic both men and women then Friday and Saturday got the Michigan High School Athletic Association eight state championship football games inside Ford Field get your tickets right now the quick link at mhsaa.com. Also, the box office. It won't be sold out. Heck of a deal. I think $20. You get to watch four games in a day. I'll be there on Friday. If you see me, say hello. Then Saturday, I'll be hosting that huge Michigan Ohio State Watch party at Johnny Brands on Leonard, downtown Grand Rapids. They open up at 11 a.m. That party begins at noon. Michigan State will be at Penn State. They need to win v eligible. Penn State's playing for, what, a 10-2 and season? I, I like Penn State big in that game. I like Michigan 31-28, and I like the Lions. 35-31, something like that. I think that's what I posted at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. By the way, all of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They call Van Andel Arena in downtown GR home, and they'll be home on Sunday. And every Sunday home game means a family four-pack of tickets with a $20 concessions voucher is only 50 bucks. That's presented by Meyer every Sunday home game with the Grand Rapids Gold inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Let's go talk about the Bills and the Lions tomorrow. Lomas will have a late Thanksgiving dinner, and he doesn't mind because the Lions have won three straight I don't know if they're going to hang a banner before the game, but I'll be tuning in uh, with three straight wins. They're playing the Bills, a team that has been exposed. They look like they were going to you know, be a 14-3, and 15-2, 16-1 team, and now you get the Josh Allen injury. They didn't look fantastic at Ford Field this past Sunday against the Browns, and if the Lions win that game tomorrow, Lomas, that's scheduled to close out. But with the win tomorrow, we are talking wild card playoffs with your Detroit Lions.
4: <laughs> oh wow, man! Hey, those words hadn't been in the in the same mm.
1: sentence
4: in a lot of years. But yeah, it's some strong possibilities out there. So I can't get too far ahead, though. Huge. I got to I got to stay in the now. And the now is they got it's a good team. They haven't looked good. But I'm telling you, man, this is a very, very good team. Very good team that they're coming here um, on both sides of the ball. Probably won't have Tremaine, um, their middle linebacker. Uh, He probably won't play. Uh, But basically, everybody else will be playing. So uh, we'll have to see, man. But it's, it's been fun. You know, this ride that we've been on these last three games, and it's great to see how the team, especially how the defense, has been improving right before our very eyes. I mean, you could just see them week by week. This defense has been getting better and better. So if they can continue to play like they played these last uh, couple of weeks, man, I, we got a chance. We got a chance tomorrow.
1: Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, former Lions joining us on the Meyer Guest I'm talking about the Bills and the Lions tomorrow. I was thinking before you came on, Lomas, that right before the three-game win streak started, the last time you were on before they started this three-game win streak, you said that you needed to give uh, Dan Campbell a hug, that you gave him a hug, and that might have been the lucky <laughs> hug because they, they looked – uh, they look like they weren't going to win a game the rest of the year. And then these young guys on defense, I saw Hutch just got NFC defensive player of the week. Uh, you get Joseph and Jacobs and my Lord, they, they McNeil just uh, dominating uh, old school Jerry Ball-like. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, I, you know, you Pascal coming back, Kaminsky healthy. Uh, I, I think this turnaround, nothing against anything we've seen on the offense. But this turnaround is based on the Lions defense getting healthy and finally coming to play every snap.
4: You're absolutely right, man. I, I, I just hate to say this, but I just feel so bad for Aubrey Pleasant, you know, having, the, the, you know, being the fall guy, you know, losing his job where, like you say, a, a lot of this has been these guys getting healthy because the, the one key thing a lot of people forget about is that the practice. I mean, you have to practice your craft. You have to practice your whatever you're trying to be good at. And when you guys are not healthy and they're not there, then you got – the backup linemen and they're taking snaps, you know, practice snaps away from the starter because the starter isn't healthy. You know, it just throws off the chemistry of the team. And you're absolutely right. You can see this team getting healthier and as they're getting healthier, these guys are playing well. And and the, the good thing is young guys, it's young guys that are playing well. So this just this wealth of, of experience that they're gonna get. Either this year playing early and playing early in their career, it can only really help them get, be get better and better. So you know, it's been great to see this. But, again, Hughes, we got a tough one. It would be great, man, for us to really, man, come in and just play good, play a very good game against a team that a lot of people think about it. A lot of people still have them, you know, as a Super Bowl contender. So it would be great to see them put on a great performance tomorrow.
1: Well, it's Brown from the Lions Radio Network, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Hughes Show across Michigan. Hey, I'm watching that Giants game, and there were so many things that I haven't seen the Lions ever do. A, control the game, start to finish, but even on a big third down play, Kennedy running a drag route on a linebacker, he beats him, and Goff makes a great throw. I'm thinking those type of throws are there all day. Uh, Even Brock Wright, you know, with no Hawkinson, and Goff using all of his receivers. I, I do like Kennedy. I liked him in the preseason. I think he's a... A a light version of Amandolo or Julian Edelman. He's a bailout guy and I'm I'm glad he's up and in the lineup.
4: Yeah, I agree hundred percent with you with Tom Kennedy and the way they can use him, and he's fearless. I mean, think about it. you got to be fearless to go across that middle. And Amal Ross St. Brown, he's another one. And that's huge. If you look throughout the NFL, that's the route of choice. You know how everything, you know how every year it's a certain trend that everybody kind of follows in the NFL. It could be in anything, but it's always something that trends. And that's what it is, those drag routes, those crossing routes. Everybody runs. I, I, I mean, you, you just watch any team. I don't know if they will run them as much in the colleges, but I know almost every pro team has them in there because they're so effective. Because again, once you find out if that guy's one has a one-on-one matchup on them, then it's hard for a guy to follow him across the you know across the field like that, especially if the offensive line giving you quarterback time, which the big fellas, man, we got to talk about them huge because none of this, we ain't talking about none of that domination against the Giants if our boys when the came to play up front, both sides of the ball and our O-line dominated I mean dominated their D-line. I thought we might have a little problem in the middle where they had the big guys Dexter Lawrence and men of Williams in there, but we have with them man, we have with them and if we could keep doing that up front
1: You know, on both sides of the ball, the Lions are going to be a hard team to beat. Lomas Brown, a hard team to beat with him and Dan Miller and T.J. Lang tomorrow inside Ford Field. I think the fans will be back loud and proud. The Bills' mafia will travel. That will be a great uh, Thanksgiving Day matchup with the Lions and the Bills on CBS. You can listen to Lomas, Dan, and T.J. on the Lions. uh, Radio Network Lomas, always appreciate the interaction, conversation. Enjoy that game tomorrow, and maybe next week or in the next couple of weeks we'll hook up and we'll talk not only about a three-win banner, but maybe a four-win banner or a five-win wow. banner because after the Bills, they get the Jaguars at Ford Field a yep. week from Sunday in Detroit.
4: Yep, yep. You're right, Hughes. You you have a happy Thanksgiving, my good man, and I'll talk to you soon.
1: Yeah, enjoy the family. That'll be a nice Thanksgiving meal at the Lomas household uh, with the Brown family. If the Lions beat the Bills and they won four in a row, this place will be going nuts. Absolutely. I already got the fried turkey. It's already laying oh. on my countertop as we speak here. Hold on. So you've already fried
4: it? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't fry it. I ain't going to okay. take credit for that, but I got it fried. He landed up there Oh, he's ready for tomorrow. He's already prepped and ready for tomorrow. I'll need some dressing, cranberries, mm. a little, you know. Then I'm
1: yeah. good to go. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah, trying sir. to, cause I was worried you were gonna, like, you were trying to fry it in your backyard. And I've seen no, some of those YouTube man. videos. Oh, no, no. <laughs> hey, you know what they
4: say? With age
1: comes wisdom. Yes. That early
4: Lomas probably would have tried to do something like that. This elder Lomas, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, huge. I get somebody else to do it for me, my good man. You you know,
1: I was thinking about that today when I was inside Meyer uh, here on the northeast side of Grand Rapids. And um, I'm one of these guys where I, I love a good meal, but I don't cook it. And I was thinking they could have a great service of pre-cooked turkey that you just pick up. I'm not lying. Or, or have it even packaged like they, they fried it or they cooked it and it's there and you warm it up and it looks like you did it. You put it on a platter. People are like, oh, that's beautiful. Because I, I, I don't have time to cook it. And, A, every time I cook it, uh, med center visits rise because it wasn't cooked properly. Or And I never tried to fry it where you throw in that thing and you're basically doing a science experiment looking to burn or blow up your garage or house.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not trying to do that. I'm not no. trying to be on anybody's news. I just want to eat. That's,
1: That's all, Lomas. I just want to eat. That's it. Thank you. Thank all right. you. We, we love you, Lomas. Hey, love you back, man. Yeah. Talk to you soon. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Lomas Brown joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. That is a good idea, Superfly, isn't it? That you could put in an order like at the Meyer meat counter and say your turkey fried, your turkey, you know, oven roasted, broasted, whatever, and then you pick it up like on the day before Thanksgiving or even Thanksgiving morning because I think Meyer is open till 5, and then you, you do that. Or even package like pre-cooked not I remember one Thanksgiving Superfly when I was first divorced. This was pretty good. And I'm hosting a lot of people at my house and I I'll never do that again as a single guy. Oh God, trying to prepare everything. Oh oh man. So I, I ruined the turkey like the night of I had to roll the mire. They were out of turkeys. I don't for some reason. So it's that's that's when they were open twenty four hours, and I know their hours changed when the pandemic hit. And I they're, they're out of turkey. So I'm like, what am I gonna do? It so there was some of that oven sliced turkey that's with the gravy in those pans. I bought like four of them and cooked them in the oven and then put it out for everybody and the look on their faces because I already had a ham too, right? But the look on their faces like Is this like banquet turkey ham? Or is this banquet turkey? And I'm like, you're being picky. It's Thanksgiving. Be thankful you got anything at all. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Right now, everyone can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. And with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever, why bet on the NBA Anywhere else. Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. You can pick your parlays. It's fantastic. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can sign up with promo code HUGE and place a stepped-up same-game parlay to boost your winnings up to 100%. This is only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and official. Sports betting partner of the NBA. If you are someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10-plus legs required for 100% boost. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms.
0: Opt in to the HUGE text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. Make some midweek magic with
6: Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Hi, this is Matt Scheper. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday, and you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every goal scored in the game, up to $16 in free bets. Just log on to your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the Light the Lamp Wednesdays promotion to receive a $2 free bet for every goal scored in the game, regardless of your product. Bets outcome. Take your shot every Wednesday at BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager, Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1 800 270 7117 for confidential help. This excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
1: We are back live across Michigan. A reminder, 24-7, everything you need when it comes to this show is free and available on your schedule at thehugeshow.net.
0: Big. Bad. Huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Hour 2 on Thanksgiving Eve. Thanksgiving? Thanksgiving Eve. I think I'm ready for the holiday weekend, so Superfly Hayes, our executive producer, inside this hour, conversation about Michigan-Ohio State on Saturday with five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman in Ann Arbor, Doug Skeen. That conversation in a few moments. Mike O'Hara, DetroitLions.com on the Lions and the Bills tomorrow. And John Conlon, one of our soccer insiders on another huge day in Qatar at the World Cup and his preview on America taking on England on Friday in the World Cup in group play. You want to join in on the conversation, your huge predictions on Michigan State, Penn State, Michigan, Ohio State, and the Lions and the Bills. That's our Bud Light huge question of the day. Answer that at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook, and opt in on that Huge text chain. Text the word Huge to 21000. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team. The Grand Rapids Gold. They have a basketball game Sunday inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. And every Sunday home game, family four-packs are only 40 bucks, or 50 bucks, excuse me, uh, you get the four tickets, and you get a $20 concessions voucher. So $50 will get you a family four-pack of tickets with a $20 concessions voucher included. $50. It's a pretty cool deal. That's presented by Meyer. Get your tickets now at Ticketmaster.com, Van Andel Arena box office, or just search Grand Rapids Gold. Now to get your tickets, family four-pack And a $20 concessions voucher for $50 to watch next level stud basketball talent, the Grand Rapids Gold, this Sunday in downtown GR at Van Andel Arena. We're also less than an hour from our weekly DraftKings NFL Power Hour, where former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge, he predicted every victory they've had the last three. He says they're one of the most dynamic teams in football in terms of the way they're playing and start to finish. He had not seen a game like that in the NFL all year. My conversation with Merrill and the DraftKings NFL Power Hour coming up within 60 minutes. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app to get in on the action for the Lions and the Bills tomorrow and all the NFL games all season long. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE. Uh, To get the hookups. That's the promo code HUGE uh, after you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and you are set to sign up. Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman, late 80s, early 90s at the University of Michigan, also co-host of the Michigan Football Podcast. You can hear weekly at thewolverine.com. He's standing by in the Meyer Guest Line, and let's talk about Michigan-Ohio State on Saturday. Welcome back, Skeener. Good to be here, Bill. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving week. That means Michigan, Ohio State, no matter what the records are, but here they are, both undefeated. Uh, Monster game in Columbus, the checklist for Harbaugh. uh, He hasn't won at Columbus, and he hasn't won that national championship. And something that Ballas told us earlier, you won't know until game time how good Quorum is in terms of if he's good to go or even good enough to contribute. That, that to me, is the biggest factor here on Michigan Ohio State week.
7: Yeah, there's no question in my mind, but I think there's a other, couple others, Bill, that I think stand out. I think we need to be, we need to have Keegan in there at left guard. Hadi's done a nice job in, in backing him up in there, but I think Keegan is a more polished left guard and a little bit better in there than the young player, Ohadi, who's got a lot of upside, but We really need our starting left guard back in there to complement Olawatimi in the middle. And it'd be nice to get Schoonmaker back back at the tight end position, running and catching some of those balls. And then the other thing that has to happen, in my mind, is yes, we need to have absolutely a healthy Blake Corum back there. But J.J. McCarthy is going to have to play his very best game, putting balls in very catchable spots where it belongs, on time. And they're going to have to be caught because the clunkiness of this passing offense, which really was exposed last week against Illinois, if we play at that level, it'll be ugly in Columbus.
1: Well, what about the struggles of J.J. McCarthy that really haven't been amplified until Quorum got hurt? And his touch on short throws, you know, Anthony should have caught the touchdown. Uh, but just the lack of touch from McCarthy... And they haven't had to rely on him all season to win games. It's pretty much been both lines and Quorum and Edwards at times. Why the struggles of JJ McCarthy on simple, easy throws?
7: Well, I think part of that, Bill, is is uh, you know I talk about this all the time in the podcast and from experience in that first quarter against Illinois, JJ took three significant hits after releasing the football and I say this time and time again if you as a defense can get to a quarterback in the first quarter of a football game it doesn't have to be sacks and tackles for losses but if you can get good physical pops on that guy it makes quarterbacks nervous it sets them it sets them off for the rest of their day they're worried about protection Instead of sitting in there, reading a defense and finding a comfort level of putting the ball where it belongs. And that happened Saturday. And in that first quarter specifically, he's on the ground three times after releasing the football. It's not good. I think that goes a long way in making a guy a little bit jumpy and a little bit nervous. The ball doesn't come where it needs to go. And then on the other side of of that throw... Is our receivers have got to do a better job of getting separation, getting open? This has been an issue all year, but more specifically, has been highlighted in the last half of the season. I go back the first half against Michigan State; they were covering our guys with fair, fairly easily there, and just one on one man up defense. And so, once again, Illinois kind of did the same thing. And and it's a, it's a two way street, right, Bill? So you got to protect that quarterback back in there. JJ's got to throw a very catchable ball, but there were several throws there against Illinois where the ball is arriving at the same time that defensive back is is over the top smacking that thing down. So you need a step or two of separation that we just don't seem to be getting. And then when you do have the chance with the big ball downfield and it hits you square in the hands and maybe bounces off your face mask, well, we all know that's just not good enough.
1: Why the receiver issue? Because, you know, we talked uh, and are telling more Fall Football Summit uh, to preview the season that we, we thought the receiving core was the strength of this team going in and yet they, they look extremely slow on cuts the separation uh, how many times have we seen a receiver wide open I, I would think well I, I would think with the University of Michigan that there are a couple guys where you tell them to run and they should be able to outrun anybody
7: right? Well, in, in, certainly in the past, we've had many, many great players that have come through the program that we can all list off and name. But for whatever reason, this batch of guys, I would say, as you and I going back to tell you more, we talk about this often. They're good, not great, right? And and, and so I think that uh, you know, uh, uh, you know, Ronnie Bell and, and Roman Wilson out there, and Cornelius Johnson, they've done a nice job. They've been and Andrell Anthony, you know, there's a lot of potential there, but. I don't see any consistent game breaking out there or any consistent, you know, guys that, that a defense looks at and goes, Oh man, we got to roll with safety over here. We're going to have to help this corner on this guy. I don't, I don't see anybody in our receiving core that demands that kind of attention because we're not getting consistent separation, specifically in man to man coverages. So that's why, you know, our tight end has become so important in this offense. To run, to run those receivers off, clear out a mid-route, crossing over the middle, and J.J. has been pretty good all year long at hitting that guy across the middle there. I mean, he's doing it now with the young freshman tight end. That Schoonmaker's out with his shoulder injury there. So, you know, it's, it's, it's just something, Bill, that's been just coming along, and yeah, we thought that this group would be much, much better than they are, and like I said, I think they're good. I don't know that I'd use the great word with them, but to go into Columbus and win, you have to be great.
1: Was Michigan better at QB with Cade McNamara than J.J. McCarthy?
7: I don't necessarily believe that. I think that, uh, you know, there's a lot of obvious obvious skill differences and talent differences between these two quarterbacks. And many times this year in key situations, J.J. has put that ball underneath his armpit and taken off and ran and gotten first downs in key situations. Cade doesn't have that kind of speed with his feet. And when we, re- when we run the read zone and, and Cade really never was a threat to pull that thing and keep it around the end, I think J.J. is. It keeps the defense a little more honest. If you watch the games this year, defenses have had to hang a linebacker in there and spy J.J. often. And then based on what he's doing, they'll let him go or, or set him back in coverage. But this quarterback, McCarthy here, requires someone to have eyeballs in him because of his feet. I don't know that, that, uh, McNamara really, uh, required that. So I, I listen, I'm a big fan of Cade McNamara. That kid led us to a, 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 a Big Ten title and beat Ohio State. That's something that hadn't been done in a long, long time. He's a championship and he's a captain. So that kid's going to have my respect forever, forever. But the raw talent gap, I think is measurable with these two young men, but I don't know that the, the results of this season uh, would have been dramatically different had Cade been in there. In fact, it might have been a little bit different to the worse without the ability to run that football when we needed to.
1: Well, And, and by the way, uh, end of the day it's not about personal stats at Michigan that they're, you know, you're you're number three in the country, and you're undefeated going into Columbus. So, you know, we're we're really nitpicking, Doug. Hey, like, hey, you know, would well, they be? Oh, I hear. You know, I I think what I meant would they be better in terms of the skill at the QB position? Not necessarily. They couldn't improve. Like, would they have three extra wins? Would they be fourteen and zero right now with? Kate?
7: Well, Bill, here's another, here's another way to look at it. So let's let's punch a, a healthy Cade McNamara in there. Would that make our receivers get open any bit better? Any better? I don't think so.
1: That's so, a good uh, point. But, you know, and here's one thing that concerns me, and you played the game a hell of a lot more than I have, Doug. The body language of confidence with J.J. McCarthy doesn't look there like it was last year in that spot fill-in role.
7: Well, that's certainly something I look at a lot is is the body language of an offensive huddle. And certainly you look into the quarterback is one of the great things about, you know, modern broadcast watching football. Now they get those tight views of the the eyeballs of these kids out there playing. you can see sometimes the ones that look absolutely cool in the moment and and others that have a a look of pain on their face and others that have a look of panic. When you're standing in that huddle, you want you want to look in the eyeballs and see someone who's calm, cool, and collected and and, and has that, that look of, let's go, we got this, watch what I'm about to do. Um, and there may have been a little bit of that. But again, Bill, I think this comes back to the confidence that gets created by healthy stand-up protection by a quarterback that can deliver footballs, that get caught for first downs versus a guy who's getting hit, badgered, running for his life a little bit back in there. You know, his heart rate's up more than it normally would be playing a football game because he's tired from running, running around trying to save himself. And I think a little bit too much for comfort, as well as this offensive line has played this year, for a quarterback who's trying to find his moxie and trying to find his swagger, you can't let the guy get hit. Um, so those things need to be cleaned up. And as, as it relates to this coming Saturday in Columbus, watch for the first quarter hits on the quarterback. We've got to keep him clean. He's got to feel comfortable in there and stand in there and find his guys.
1: Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman at the University of Michigan, late 80s, early 90s, also a talented co-host. Actually, he's sitting in the A chair next to the A microphone with Chris Ballas (laughs) on the Michigan Football Podcast at TheWolverine.com. You can hear that weekly uh, throughout the season. He's joining us on the Meyer Guest Line You know, Doug, I I wonder with the receivers, uh, like a drag route, like the way they use their tight ends, why aren't they using their receivers like that? It seems every route with the receivers is 40 yards down the field.
7: Well, I know that's that's a perception that can be created, but uh, I think those routes are there. I think defenses have done a nice job of clogging that middle of the field there. And so when you're running those routes and you got linebackers that are hanging in the zone defense in there, you got to go, you got to throw it right away before you get into traffic or you got to wait and wait and wait for that guy to clear the traffic before you can let, let, let go of that football. And sometimes he hasn't had the time to wait, uh, this last Saturday, a few occasions, like I talked about, he certainly didn't He had to get rid of the football. Um, that was one of the things that going back to last year, I've, just thought that that McNamara. Here's here's one thing that I think McNamara is better than JJ at the crossing route pattern. That lead throw, JJ throws a nice football and is outstanding on the run. Um, but standing in a pocket, throwing the the right to left or left to right pass, well, I just thought McNamara was outstanding at that. So there's one difference I think that goes in the check mark box. Boom. The other guy,
1: boom! I knew but, it. I wasn't left on an island. Skeen came back and got <laughs> me. He brought he brought the motorboat back. Uh, he does a lot of motor boating during the summer and he brought it back <laughs> and he picked me up he says I'm putting the motor boating aside I gotta go get huge uh Doug well uh, well hi again you are you got a, you got that big boat over there like poor Huron don't you?
7: No, we're in Tawas Bay,
1: East Tawas, Michigan. I didn't know. Well, that's over there somewhere with 100.9 FM listeners. I know we're over. You're over there. I me and said the invitations keep flowing from you and your wife. I got to keep denying them about joining us on your boat. (laughs) i probably got a better chance of getting on Jerry Jones or Tiger Woods boats than I do Doug Skeen's boat. Yeah, oh, next Next summer. Summer, Yeah, great. I got a T-shirt that says next summer. I've wore it for six years. (laughs) All right, Doug. Get you out there, Bill. Yeah, thanks. We'll we'll see you there. Uh, Let's uh, talk about how Michigan, uh, what they need to do uh, how they do it to beat Ohio State on Saturday. What what to you, Doug, based on the team you've watched all season long, what is the perfect game plan to beat Ohio State and get back to the Big Ten championship for Michigan?
7: Well, you mentioned 150 yards for Coram. I think it's got to be 150 yards rushing for whoever. Um, if it's Blake Coram, I think that's all the better because he has a way of wearing defenses down and frustrating guys because the guy just always fights forward for a few yards. I think our other backs are really nice. They don't seem to have the same kind of after-contact power that Blake does for a guy of his size. He does a super job at that. So, And, of course, you can check the turnover box. You can't have any turnovers down there. So Michigan's done a pretty good job this year of protecting that football. So no turnovers. Give me 150-plus yards of rushing offense. Give me a time of possession victory against the Ohio State offense. Uh, do not fall behind. You can't let them score fast. We've got to find a way to pressure their quarterback and get him out of some uh, some rhythm himself. Uh, hang on tight against that wide receiver core of, of Ohio State with, with Harrison Jr. I mean, good grief. They're so good. Uh, you can't let that quarterback get going. So the recipe for Michigan is, is the same as we've seen all year long. You got to control the football, keep the football, keep that offense on the sideline, protect it. And Bill, if we score, if I want to say this, if we kick more than two field goals in this game, uh, down inside the red zone, then boy, oh boy, I, I think that's going to make it awfully tough to win. Uh, you've got to score touchdowns when you're on the road in Columbus to win.
1: Well put, Doug Skeen, five-time Big Ten champion offensive lineman. People always ask, how'd he get five, Bill? I think he's lying. No, he was a redshirt. He got five late 80s, early 90s in Ann Arbor. Also co-host on the Michigan Football Podcast. Him and Chris do a great job at the Wolverine.com Doug, before I let you go, I need your prediction. Final score, Saturday on Columbus.
7: Ouch, you're going to put me on the spot. Well, here it goes. As painful as it is to say this out loud, I don't know that we have enough going here with injuries, and I don't know that our passing game is going to be enough to keep up with the Buckeyes. I hate to say this, but I think Ohio State gets us by at least 10 points. Um, the home factor alone is usually worth a touchdown and a half for the home team in this rivalry Um, This Ohio State team is loaded with offensive talent. I don't know that we can keep up. I think Ohio State, like, 35, Michigan, 21-ish, somewhere in there, sadly.
1: Uh, Doug and Chris will be in a secret location throughout the holiday weekend (laughs) because of their predictions. Uh, They will not be interacting with public, and uh, the Maize and Blue Secret Service has put them in uh, broadcaster protection uh, through the end of the game on Saturday. I want to be wrong. I well, you guys, I tell you, like I told Ballas earlier, you're really lining up the subscriptions and getting people going to the Wolverine.com <laughs> to hear the oh. Michigan football podcast. But I respect you, Doug, because even with a uh, a collection of five rings, you're honest like Ballas is, and that's why people uh, respect you. Well done. Uh, enjoy the holiday weekend and the game, and we'll talk Monday look back at it.
7: All right, thanks, and happy Thanksgiving once again. Go Blue.
1: We do have an update uh, from Washtenaw County in regards to the tunnel fiasco after the Michigan Michigan State game. Charges, and they're all allegations, but they have been filed against seven Michigan State football players. Kari Crump, one count of felonious assault, a felony. Atavian Brown, one Count of Aggravated Assault of Misdemeanor. Angelo Gross, one Count of Aggravated Assault of Misdemeanor. Justin White, one Count of Aggravated Assault of Misdemeanor. Brandon Wright, one Count of Aggravated Assault of Misdemeanor. Zion Young, one Count of Aggravated Assault of Misdemeanor. And Jacoby Winman, one Count of Assault and Battery of Misdemeanor. As they stated, all charges are merely allegations. Those charged are presumed innocent until and unless proven guilty. In Washington County, a Michigan State football player getting a fair shake from prosecutors or a jury. I don't think it will go there. I think there'll be, I don't know if there's plea bargains or deals cut. I don't think it goes beyond this. I don't. Uh, There could be some civil suits in regards to anybody uh, who was hurt. You do have to step back and wonder where the University of Michigan is based. Can Michigan State football players get a fair shake from prosecutors and the justice system? I'm not laughing at any, any situation in that tunnel. But seven players on the eve of Thanksgiving, with Michigan State having to beat Penn State to be bowl eligible on Saturday. This is easily the worst year for Mel Tucker, and I don't care about his $95 million deal. I think he is on the clock beginning Saturday. That if he is four and eight or five and seven or not going to a bowl next year, there's enough money with the Spartan boosters to buy him out. And this is incident off a year where it looks like, unless you, they win their biggest game ever on the road, really, against Penn State, you couple not going to a bowl and seven guys getting charged, making national news? That's not what the boosters anted up with that $95 million deal. You don't need a hashtag. You don't need deep water. You don't need the woodshed. You need a program where players aren't getting charged in mass for assault. You need a program that isn't embarrassed at home time and time again in front of hard-working Spartan ticket-buying public. If this was happening to a Michigan coach right now, he would be roasted. For some reason, Mel Tucker has avoided the heat. Now, Tim Stout said, well, the heat in Lansing is real. No, I'm talking the way the media has handled Mel Tucker compared to the way they've handled Rich Rod, Brady Hoke, and even Harbaugh when he wasn't meeting expectations. So I don't want to hear it from another Michigan State fan about, well, yeah, you favor Harbaugh. No, you know what? I had a pretty good relationship with Harbaugh, but I had to be honest on air. Oh, yeah, and I'm not invited back to host anything. I wasn't in the running to be the next voice of Michigan football because I owe it to you, my audience, to tell it like it is. And I will say this right now. If Mel Tucker doesn't get this program in the right direction... By a year from now, he will be fired as a Michigan State head football coach. If they're not bowl eligible a year from now, he will be gone. Because guess what? The Michigan State booster was so elated with two wins over Michigan. But now look at Harbaugh's ascension since Mel's contract. Look at what he's doing. He's a win away from getting back to the Big Ten, even with a loss in Columbus where they seven a seven-and-a-half-point underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app big board. That's still an 11-1 season, and they're going to end up in the Rose Bowl. Mel Tucker is getting paid to win and run a clean program. Those two things. Nothing more. And by beating Michigan, there was this false hope from boosters who wanted to ante up nearly $100 million That he would now own the rivalry, that he would own recruiting in Detroit, that because of his Alabama Georgia connections, a transfer portal would be a shining light to instant national recognition, and they got it a year ago. And this year they've hit rock bottom. This year is as bad as anything you ever witnessed with Bobby Williams or John L. Smith. Not as bad as off the field with all the D'Antonio garbage and bringing in a kid who was under sexual improprieties, orders, judges, ruling. Bringing him in was the dumbest thing D'Antonio ever did. So Mel Tucker has a chance to be 9-3 and three next year to beat Michigan and or Ohio State. And the same pressure applied to Harbaugh. Now has flipped to East Lansing with Mel Tucker. And to have seven players charged for assault. Misdemeanor for six. Felony for one. After a game in a tunnel. When you watch the video. Like animals beating up. On an innocent animal. Mel Tucker is facing. The toughest challenge of his coaching career. And I don't care about, well, he's going to get paid. It doesn't matter. No, it's not about the money. It's about winning the right way on and off the field. Mike O'Hare, DetroitLions.com. His thoughts on the Lions and the Bills. He'll join us next.
0: From Detroit to Petoskey. This show is huge.
8: Dirty oil can easily wreak havoc on your vehicle's engine, so be sure to change the oil at recommended intervals. And for a motor oil that outperforms conventional and synthetic blends, try Mobile One, the full synthetic motor oil that keeps your engine running like new. Ask for Mobile One at your local AutoValue auto parts store. And don't forget to pick up a Wix XP oil filter
1: to complete the job, because when it comes to oil changes, we've got you covered at AutoValue, where service is the difference. We get it.
9: Imagine this winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash. Every Saturday in November, each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m., with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com
1: for complete rules and details. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan on the eve of Thanksgiving Day 2022. I made my huge predictions. I had Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. I'll get to those in a moment. All of our social network interaction is presented by the Grand Rapids Gold, the Denver Nuggets G League team. They now call Van Andel Arena in downtown GR home. They're at home on Sunday. Every Sunday home game, family four-pack of tickets and a $20 concessions voucher for just $50. Get your tickets at Ticketmaster.com, Van Andel Arena box office, or just search Brown Rapids Gold Tickets. Now the tickets for the Lions and the Bills is a tough one on Thanksgiving Day. You get the Bills Mafia, who travels as well as anybody in the NFL, and the Lions' three-game win streak. I had... Multiple people, if not close to 100, asked me, hey, how can I get tickets for the Bills and the Lions? And I said, with a three-game win streak in Detroit and the Bills Mafia, it will be one of the tougher Thanksgiving Day tickets in a while. Michael dot DetroitLions.com, senior columnist, insider when it comes to the Lions and the NFL. He's standing by on the Meyer guest line. How you doing, my friend?
10: I'm doing good, huge.
1: Uh, Your thoughts on this game. You know, a lot of life in it. Uh, You know, a couple weeks ago, you had Josh Allen in his injury. You had Buffalo in their blizzard. And now you have the Lions in a three-game win streak. And Buffalo back on track playing at Ford Field this past Sunday. It's a big game
10: tomorrow. It really is. There are a lot of good parts to this game, too. And you can start, really, obviously here in Detroit. You know, with a three-game winning streak, the Lions have put together. They really put together really good. They played some good ball. It wasn't a fluke. It wasn't, you know, they got a lucky break or anything like that. They played good football against the Packers first, then the uh, excuse me, Chicago Bears, and then last week against against the Giants. And I thought that might have been the Lions' best game in the two years under under uh, Dan Campbell. Just everything they did, they created turnovers. They managed the game. They, you know, they're. Got the four rushing touchdowns, three by Jamal uh, Jamal Williams. I just thought that that was a, a professional football team and a professional performance by the Lions. I thought it was really good against a team that was supposed to be you know one of the better teams in the league. After watching them, you know, I might not agree with that, but certainly regardless of what I think, the Lions were the best team on the field.
1: So, what do Lions need to do to beat the Bills tomorrow?
10: Well, it's not going to be easy, of course, because they've got they've got super. Super players at the at the uh, skilled positions. They really they got speed. They've got you know a quarterback in Josh Allen. But the only thing is, he's not playing his best ball right now. He's had some turnovers. I think he leads the league in turnovers. It's interceptions. He's got 21 touchdowns, I think, and and 10 interceptions. That's certainly not the ratio. That you want for any quarterback, especially one who's a lot of people might think he's the best quarterback in the National Football League right now. I, mean, I don't agree with that, but he's he's right up there uh, wherever he is. So I think it's I think it's going to be a tough day for the Detroit Lions, but I don't think it's impossible. You know, it's a nine and a half point uh, spread. And if I was a betting person, I'd take I'd take the points and and, and maybe load up a little bit on it because I think the Lions are going to play well.
1: Yeah, the way they played start to finish, I'm I'm trying to think of a complete game like that on the road. The last time I remember the Lions. I know they had the impressive game against the Cardinals. Nobody saw it coming uh, towards the end of last year. But that was, that was a good one, Mike. Uh, we'll enjoy it tomorrow. I appreciate the quick chat with us. We've got to get to a network timeout and enjoy the game. And we'll talk soon.
10: Okay, and have a good Thanksgiving, huge.
1: All right. Michael Harrow from Detroit on the Lions and the Bills tomorrow. Speaking of the NFL and the Lions, the DraftKings NFL Power Hour is coming up in just about 22 minutes. Former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge. He loves the Lions right now. He loved them before the three-game win streak. He'll join us, Dan Miller, voice of the Lions, and Lomas Brown. During the DraftKings NFL Power Hour, make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. Up next, John Conlon, one of our soccer insiders. What a crazy day and Qatar at the World Cup. It's been a fabulous start to this tournament, and the Americans have England on Friday. We'll get our thoughts on the results the last couple of days and that matchup with the English. Conlon next on soccer.
0: Everything huge, 24-7 at thehugeshow.net.
6: Hockey season is here and Red Wings fans can discover why BetMGM is the king of sports books. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Download the BetMGM app today and make every game and every play mean more than ever before. When you sign up, you'll enjoy instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, player props, boosted odds specials, and the best daily promotions in the business. With the trust of MGM Resorts, the BetMGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on hockey or on any of your favorite sports. Download the app and take the king of sportsbooks with you wherever you go. Get ready to turn game time into showtime. Go for the goal and light the lamp with BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the National Hockey League and the Detroit Red Wings. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
1: Huge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. you gonna- want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that i use superfly hayes my producer uses it i can get my suv washed as often as i like for one low price you can sign up today just go to mrcarwash.com or stop by your local mr Car Wash location here in michigan for the one close to you and to get that unlimited pass go to mrcarwash.com
11: Come back to the ultimate rock Christmas tradition. Trans Siberian Orchestra. Two shows. December 4th, Van Andel Arena. Millions have made this their must see holiday event of the season. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Trans Siberian Orchestras. The Ghosts of Christmas Eve. The Best of
9: TSO and more. Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 buckets of cash every Saturday in November. Each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m. with every winner taking home 5 grand. Grab buckets of cash only at the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway, reimagine. Visit soaringeaglecasino.com for complete rules and details.
1: Back live on a Michigan High School Athletic Association Wednesday. Huge weekend with eight high school football state championship games. Four on Friday, four on Saturday, indoors at Ford Field in Detroit. Get your tickets right now at any Ticketmaster outlet. Uh, Walk-ups will be available. Detroit Lions.com, I think, and MHSAA.com. They have the quick link there. Uh, all the instructions on parking, or parking, what you can bring in, what you can't bring in. And enjoy four games, I think, for what? A $20 ticket. All four games each day. Mhsa.com with the quick ticket link and Ticketmaster.com and the usual ticket outlets. Boy, speaking of tickets, uh, Japan, Saudi Arabia. Mm. Saudi Arabia knocks out Argentina and Japan with one of the most stunning comebacks with two goals in the final 15 minutes or so. Uh, This world cup is as crazy as any world cup I've ever seen. John Conlon is one of our soccer insiders. He's standing by in the Meyer guest line and John uh, soccer and sports fans are just loving the start of this world cup.
8: Well, especially American fans that maybe aren't partial to the game. um, They're loving it because there's a lot of goals being scored. And I think, uh, that's good, but I think you're going to see that change pretty drastically the next couple of games. Typically, once they get into uh, tournament form, get a couple games in, teams kind of tighten up; um, they take less risks. So I think you're going to see a lot more one nothing games after we get out of group play. But yeah, right now it's it's there's been some shootouts, and uh, obviously Spain, you know, put up a touchdown. Pro- hopefully the Lions score seven points. On Thursday, because Spain scored seven, um, definitely disappointed in Germany. Um, Argentina was a heck of a game. Uh, you got to give credit to Saudi Arabia and Japan. They they honestly put on coaching master classes on how to beat world powers. They, if you will, it, it was kind of like boxing. Um, they both did a little bit of rope a dope, and the second Argentina and Germany exposed themselves. They knocked them out. And that's that's soccer.
1: And one thing about uh, the Argentina game, a lot of people haven't talked about 10 off sides calls and wiping out a potential like six goals or something. So that that, that's something to watch moving forward. I don't think Argentina or Germany are completely uh, going to be forgotten before this tournament is over. Um, The U.S., they they need a good performance because now you're getting into that goals differential category. Obviously, beating England might assure them a spot. Uh, in the round of 16, but your thoughts on the matchup with England on Friday for the Americans?
8: Uh, I'm scared. <laughs> I think um, you know. I'll talk about real quick in a, in a minute about the tactics of the Saudi Arabia because I think it was interesting. But the U.S. kind of has to play like Japan did. They're, they're going to have to sit back. They're going to have to absorb pressure, and they're going to have to find those moments to counterattack against England and expose the uh, the backline of England. Uh, I you know, hopefully Burhalter's game plan similar to Japan's. I don't know. I will tell you, the way Japan played Germany today, that might be the best defensive effort I've ever seen a team have against a, another great team. Uh, they, and, and the U.S. is going to have to be like that against England. England's flat out better in almost every position. Uh, the U.S. is inexperienced and young, and they've got a couple guys that are a little beat up already after the first game. Uh, I, if we can get, uh, this is terrible to say, but if we can get out of there with a one nothing loss, or you know maybe a draw, like we're definitely going through, I think. But that's a lot to ask. Uh, England's playing as well as anyone in the world after that first game, and they're loaded with star power. I mean, they brought in off the bench, uh, Phil Foden and Graylish, who are honestly, in my opinion, better than any U.S. player, uh, and that was off the English bench. So. It's it's an uphill battle in this game for sure. Um, you know, I'd like to say that they've come away with the victory, but I think if we can keep it close, and, you know, who knows, maybe we could pull a Japan and shock England. I, I just have a hard time believing that's going to happen on Friday.
1: Yeah, Saudi Arabia beating Argentina and Japan today uh, beating Germany in group play. Uh, stunning. I am curious to see what the Americans do. And then I mentioned coming in, John, it's going to be about gold differential with that tie. Uh, with Wales, and they're going to you know, have to watch what Wales uh, does, and uh, it gets down to goal differential unless Wales would shock England and the U.S. would lose to them.
8: Yeah, I mean, I think the advantage we have over Wales is that we have a great midfield, and our backline is pretty steady. Um, I didn't think Wales was great defensively. Unfortunately, we just don't have goal scorers. Um, so you're right, it's going to come down to goal differential. I think that we match up better against England than Wales does, and it will come down to that. Um, This is probably the biggest game, I think, maybe in U.S. history on Friday for a lot of reasons. Uh, And, you know, I just hope we have a good showing. I mean, I I, I like this young team. I think they're fearless. I think they have great energy, great support, arguably the best midfield we've ever had. I just wish we had some goal scorers that could bail us out because obviously Japan did. Um, I don't know if if you saw the stats on that game. But Germany had 76% possession to 24 against Japan, which is the highest ever in a World Cup game. But once again, it, it, it's a game that comes down to a few moments, right? Like it, it comes down to making the most of your opportunities. And Japan legitimately made the most out of, out of their couple opportunities they had. Um, Saudi Arabia, what they did was completely unorthodox. They played with a really high defensive line, meaning they've they played risky. And Argentina is so used to dominating a game and having, having the ball that they had a hard time playing with that space behind Saudi Arabia. And that's why there were all the offside calls. It was, it was, it was just a, a tactical master class. I don't know how else to say it, uh, by both Japan and Saudi Arabia.
1: Fantastic start to the World Cup, the U.S. and England at 2 p.m. on Friday. John Conlin, head soccer coach at Byron Center High School for the Women, uh, one of the top youth club coaches uh, with Midwest United, always will join us talking soccer along with the Brony family. Johnny, uh, appreciate the update. Enjoy Thanksgiving.
8: Yeah, my prediction one nothing England. I think we get we give them a great game. Um, that's what I'm hoping for at least. And then you know, then it's uh, anyone's game after that. So thanks, huge. I appreciate it.
1: Yeah, good stuff. John Conlon checking in talking about the World Cup, and he'll be with us along with Joey Brony and the Brony family throughout the tournament. Now, if you've missed any interview, any hour, any full show, our podcasts are free and we are everywhere Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search the Huge Show where you download podcasts to catch up on your schedule.
0: Big, bad, huge. The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network.
1: What's up, Michigan? It's time for another edition of the DraftKings NFL Power Hour presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get the hookups. Inside this hour, we'll talk about the Lions three-game win streak. Will it get to four as they take on the Buffalo Bills tomorrow? If you have an NFL question, add HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt-in. On the HUGE text chain, just text the word HUGE to 21000 in a moment. Former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge will join us to break down the Lions' win over the Giants in the game against the Bills tomorrow. Lomas Brown on the three-game win streak and his partner in the broadcast booth, Dan Miller, will check in on this DraftKings NFL Power Hour. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. Let's go check in with former Steelers running back Merrill Hodge on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour here on the HUGE Show across Michigan. Merrill, the Lions are playing really good football right now. How about that start-to-finish domination of a then 7-2 and Giants team on their home field? Amazing.
5: Well, it was, um, it was about as complete a game as I've seen You know, a lot of teams um, execute the entire year you know I, I don't just watch the Lions I and mean, I watch the whole league so that's how you that's how you compare and contrast you know you gotta be looking at everybody you know and that's why I keep referring back to you know you know a couple years ago we kind of started this that what you're doing the principles that are being and the footers that are being installed are the critical footers to make you successful you know I kept referring to your running game listen now you first play the game I mean was an indication of what was coming. I mean, the, the power play that they ran and how they ran it, because the fullback went one way and came back. Actually, how they, the little wrinkles that they used in it were just different, a little creative. And I mean, I think it was like a 20, 10 or... It might have been a 14-year-old run to start the game off. Um, they were just... And then their, their offensive design, it was... They had the Giants on the ropes from the very first play. And they got, there's a great blend of offense and how they ran the ball, how they threw the football, misdirection, the little wrinkles in it, you know, the, the reverse motion that comes in the back, and then you flare the receiver back to where he came from, how that affected them for one touchdown that you guys threw. And they did a great job. And defensively, I'm going to say this, they literally destroyed the line of scrimmage. I mean, and, and they took their runaway, and we talked about it going into it. If they can't run the ball, they're not going to beat you throwing it. They just, they're not, they're not equipped to do that. And and let's say they, they had a fairly good game running. That's what I thought your advantage would be anyway. You guys are more complete offensively. You've got a lot of phases to your passing game. You didn't have a year ago. Um, All of them are clicking right now where they have been inconsistent up to this last three weeks and the last week being the very best that they have had as a a team. Um, But the way they controlled the line of scrimmage and the different things they've done on the back end. You uh, know, this team's had a lot of growing pains. I know I don't need to explain that to you guys. You've seen it. You've lived it. But they're learning from those, you know. They're, there's a resiliency being built there, a consistency, you know. Um, and they're staying, you know, they're staying the course. And that's what you have to do. If you believe you have, you know, I'll, I'll use some of the Rooney's philosophy. This is why Chuck Noel, Bill and Mike Tomlin, there's only been three head coaches in 60-plus years there. Um, the Rooney philosophy if you – First of all, all of these guys never were head coaches before. They have to learn to be head coaches. Um, and you've got to work with them and grow with them. And as long as you do have the right guy and you believe you have the right guy, then he's going to learn and he's learning to be a head coach. Stay the course. Be, stay with them, Let him develop into being a great head coach. That's why they've had three head coaches. That's some of their philosophy with a head coach. Um, so you've established the right principles. You've got good people around you. You're building in the right direction. And, these three games, you know, um, I'm always excited for them because, listen, I, the way they've lost some games is just, you know, mind-boggling in some ways. And I find so frustrating from a player perspective and a coach perspective having lived all of that, um, to see them come through and have three great games together um, is – I'm excited, I'm happy for them because I know how hard all of them – everybody's working from people to go on that field to all the sideline and to equipment managers – athletic trainers, front office people, everybody contributing that, you know, and the fans that stay with them, all of those contributing supporters um, now get to enjoy the, you know, the streak they're on. And let me tell you this, this game, you know, coming up is, is going to be another test each and every week, you know. But they are equipped to line up with anybody um, in the National Football League. I don't care what their record is. But you better be ready when you play the Lions because they now are a team that people should be talking about, Um, mightfully so, because of the way they're playing football.
1: Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, also former co-host on ESPN's NFL Breakdown Show. He joins us each and every week on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE. To get in on the Bills and Lions action tomorrow, Cowboys, Giants, Sunday, Sunday night, Monday night, and all season long, download that DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up. So if they can get by the Bills on the short turnaround, and the Bills are, you know, top three team in the NFL right there with Kansas City, you know, Philly, the way San Francisco's playing right now is amazing since they got McCaffrey. But if they beat the Bills, and you look at the schedule that sits in front of them the rest of the way, they could be one of the better in your stories the NFL has seen in a while because they beat the Bills. They're in the wild card playoff conversation.
5: Yep. Well, you know, you, you got to address one game at a time. Um, and listen, they here's where they they match up well. And I'm just gonna tell you this: you know, their defense plays like it did against the Giants. Now, keep in mind, I mean, then, then you've got a really good shot, but you, you have a running game that go that, that travels, okay? You, your running game is going to put you in a position, and the Bills have struggled with teams that have run the football on them. You remember the Packers a few weeks ago, you know, they beat the Packers. I, when I got done watching that tape, I'm like, you know, they may have won this game, but the Packers exposed the Bills' inability to defend the run in a lot of different types of runs. You know, they, they cleaned it up a little bit against Cleveland, but – if you're going to study them over the last four months, you're going to feel like you can run the football with some efficiency, especially the Lions. They, I don't think the Lions look at anybody and go, I can't run the ball against them. They're going to run the ball on everybody. So that being said, um, your defense, the problem that, or the challenge for them this week is the back end of what they can do in the passing game is a lot better than the Giants, <laughs> clearly. It's not even, you know, that's Captain Obvious, but this is more of a complete offense and the scary thing. You just don't know if they'll do it consistently because they have yet to do that. The Bills just, they found a running game against Cleveland. Okay. And I've always thought if the Bills would, would quit making Josh Allen their runner and their thrower, they would just be a better football team, a more dangerous team. And they displayed that, you know, against Cleveland. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they bring that type of game plan in. But I, I believe it could be one of the best games on Thursday. Um, and clearly the line. this is not a, a, a significant mismatch. The way the blinds are playing, especially offensively, creates a lot of issues with, with what the bills have struggled with. So you can, you can score with them, you know, just going to come down to your, your back end, your ability to control their explosive plays. Not, not totally because you're not going to, you're not going to stop offense like this. You know, they're just, they're just too good. They have too many firepower, too many things to do. You know, it's just like the Lions. You have a lot of things to defend. That's why the more phases you have, the better chance you have of being successful. That's why the Giants struggle, okay? Once the running game's gone, they're done. They're absolutely done. Well, the Lions aren't like that, nor, nor are the Bills. So, this game, quite honestly, game, If it, you know, you always talk about a clean game. You can't predict turnovers. But if it is a clean game, I mean, I really think this could be a nice, I mean, I, I just have a, a really good Entertaining game from you know some good defense and a lot of good offense in it, um, but the bill the the lions don't walk into this thing outmatched. Um, this is a good measuring stick to find out really are you are you playoff caliber. This is your game, Can you show everybody who you are. And um, you know they wow don't sleep on them. I'm just telling you. <laughs> this The way they play and the way they played against the Giants, every week they've gotten better and better and better. They absolutely dominated the Giants, dominated in every phase and how you got to do football. And if they play like that against the Bills, um, it can come down to who has the ball last.
1: His name is Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, former co-host on ESPN's NFL matchup. He joins us each and every week. Uh, Normally on Fridays, but we got the holiday edition with the Lions playing on Thanksgiving and everybody having a long holiday weekend. Uh, You can download that DraftKings Sportsbook app. Always use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to get in on the Lions, Bills, NFL action and more. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and always use that promo code HUGE. Yeah, I wonder about Josh Allen's elbow slash arm shoulder again i don't believe what i read on twitter but if he's not a hundred percent you know I, I do wonder how the bills not only get through the lions game tomorrow but the rest of the season well
5: it's a quick turnaround you know i mean i, I played on thanksgiving you know a lot of players who've done that you know it's a hard turn especially if you're hurt you know it's even harder um and i don't know either um you know you know, I really watched him closely, and that might have been why you know they kind of leaned on the run a little better. You know, he went under center more than I'd seen him do, and they ran the ball effectively that way. Um, listen, it's it, it might be a blessing in disguise that he's a little banged up because they're a better team actually when they when they're more balanced. They're a better team. They're they they're they're more lethal. Um, he's more efficient. Because um, I just think the one the only criticism I have and as I evaluate he just tries to do too much on every play and when you do that you just'll you, yes, make some dynamic plays there's no doubt, but you're probably gonna make some critical errors too um when you when you play like that and get hurt so um we how a man he's you know I heard that two weeks ago too and he, he he's not missed a game so. I would expect him to play. Um, but I would expect him probably to be a little more balanced like you saw in the second half versus Cleveland.
1: Merrill Hodge, former Steelers running back, joining us on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour here on the HUGE show across Michigan. Good stuff, Merrill. Uh, enjoy the extended holiday weekend with your family and friends.
5: Same to you. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody, brother. Yeah, back
1: Bye. at you. Uh, we'll talk to you next week, Merrill Hodge. Our NFL insider on the DraftKings Power Hour. Now, It's obvious you can get in on the NFL action, college football, NHL, uh, World Cup, and more, but how about the NBA? The DraftKings Sportsbook app is an official sports betting partner of the NBA, and right now everyone can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays, and with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever, why bet on the NBA anywhere else? So right now, everyone on the DraftKings Sportsbook app can earn up to a 100% Boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays, I've tried it. It's awesome. Uh, you just you, you pick your team, whether it's the Pistons or your Bulls, Cavs, fan, whatever, and you can make your own same-game parlay. And with those biggest payouts ever, it's the only place I go on the DraftKings Sportsbook app to bet on the NBA. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can sign up with that promo code HUGE. And play a stepped-up same-game parlay, and you could boost your winnings up to 100%. That's only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up, in Michigan only, one boost per eligible game, opt-in required, 10-plus legs required for 100% boost. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms. The DraftKings NFL Power Hour will continue after this Network
0: TO. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. It's time to go in In the the huddle. One, two, three. It's a new
11: day to celebrate and be free. It's a new day full of action and excitement because it's a new day for winning only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. It's a new day. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com The Detroit Lions have won their third consecutive game by beating the New York Giants to the score of 31-18. to 18. It was all about Jamal. Jamal Williams with three touchdowns on the day and defensive end Aiden Hutchinson, the number two overall pick in the draft back in April, intercepted a pass and recovered a fumble to help set up 14 points in the game. Jerry and Goff and the Lions offense didn't have a single turnover for the second consecutive game. Michael Badgley added a 24-yard field goal, and Detroit improves to 4-6 and six on the year, which until last week had not won a road game under second year had coach Dan Campbell. Now they've won two in a row. Next up for the Lions, they're going to play host to the Buffalo Bills, who actually just played a home game on Sunday against the Cleveland Browns in Ford Field. They'll welcome the Bills back to Ford Field on the annual Thanksgiving Day game on Thursday at 1230.
1: TV. That's MHSAA.TV. 24-7 everything you need to know about high school sports in Michigan. Log on to MHSAA.com.
10: They say consistency is the key to success. They weren't wrong. So how about grabbing a beer that's consistently smooth, consistently refreshing, and consistently light? You might just find that the road to success can be pretty enjoyable. Michelob Ultra, the perfect balance of taste and refreshment and only 2.6 carbs and 95 calories. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Michelob Ultra Light Beer, St. Louis,
0: Missouri. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Talk about the Lions and the Bills on Thanksgiving Day, part of our NFL Power Hour. Dan Miller, uh, the voice of the Lions. And one thing, Dan, I love that the Lions are doing this year is sharing the huge calls via Twitter and Facebook. Man, uh, watching you guys in the booth and being a guy who's done play by play and really uh, worships great radio. I just, I love those clips. Can't get enough of them.
2: Well, I appreciate it. I, I'm, it's, you know, look, I, I'm happy that it shows the guys that I work with because nobody ever knows that they're even there, and I am lucky. I have the, I have the best guys in the country, literally. Uh, my spotter is George's George Blaha, statistician. He's been doing it for I don't know how many years, forty years or something. And my stats guy has worked national games forever, and my engineer is the best engineer in sports radio. So uh, I'm I'm blessed to to be able to do it, and it's. Look, man, when you're winning, it's fun. And it's you you can see my emotions, um, good and bad, and it's been fun winning. And it's just a really simple little thing that you can live by in the world of sports. When you win, it just makes everything better.
1: It does, man. When the Lions are winning, it's a vibe I've been saying for over 21 years doing this show statewide that... The Mondays and the weeks are just better when the Lions are winning. So they get that huge win on Sunday against the Giants. They get the short turnaround with the mojo, momentum. Jamison Williams back at practice. I know he's not going to play Thanksgiving Day. they got a 21-day window to figure out what they'll do with them. But this matchup with the Bills, on that short turnaround, why do you like the Lions to win and what stands in their way beyond just a solid, if not great, when healthy Bills team?
2: Yeah, I mean, this is the Super Bowl favorite you got coming in. Uh, you know, right now, the Bills are the better football team, but it doesn't mean that they'll be the better football team on Thanksgiving Day. And that's what you have to go out there and take care of. Um, look, I think if there's a game plan for the Lions to win this, it's the same plan they've had over the last three weeks when they've been number one in the NFL in takeaways, they have been top ten in points allowed, and they've been top five in quarterback rating allowed. So, you know, look, they've got to steal some possessions from Buffalo. I still think they're going to have to score 30 to win. But they're going to have to steal, which they've done five times, which is tied for the league lead. So it's not asking something that's out of the realm of possibility at all. But they need to steal some possessions. They need to find some way take the ball away from from Josh Allen and Buffalo, and that's been a problem for the Bills lately. They've been coughing it up and, and turning it over. So I think you need to force a few punts, and you've got to find a way to force a few turnovers, and, and make sure they come out of a few of those empty. And meanwhile, you just have to keep scoring. And, and, and really, that's the recipe they've had for the last three weeks, is playing clean football, taking the ball away, and some clutch drives when they've needed them.
1: Dan Miller, Voice of the Lions, joining us on our NFL Power Hour on the eve of the Bills-Lions tomorrow on CBS. Uh, the influx of youth, and you're watching it by the NFC Defensive Players of the Week. I think the third young lion uh, to get it, Aiden Hutchinson, uh, got it last week. Uh, Joseph Jacobs, uh, Pasco, I just these guys that are injecting this energy that I haven't seen maybe ever when it comes to the Lions playing defense, including guys like rodrigo
2: yeah i mean ali mcneils is just, you know a second year player he he's look he had the best game of his career this past week and you know a, a game as good as any defensive tackle you're probably going to see in the league 10 quarterback pressures is unheard of and it, it is the young guys that start to make you believe okay this program's headed in the right direction because that's what this is all about That's what a a rebuild is built around is these young guys coming of age and start to see the the possibilities with them. And you've seen that over the past three weeks and and doesn't guarantee where they're going to go going forward, but it gives you a little bit of faith in in what is happening in Allen Park that these guys are developing and that they could be part of the solution instead of getting to the end of the year and saying, This guy's part of the problem, and you have to replace him. The best thing that happens to this franchise is they look down and they say, okay, this guy, this guy, this guy, this guy, keeper, doing his job. We need to improve these other areas over here. That's what, in addition to winning and trying to keep this thing going as long as you can, this year is about identifying what you need to get done in the offseason as well. And it's it's year two of a rebuild, and and that's – you know i don't i mean don't mean to minimize what's possible with the season but it is still part of a bigger picture here where this team is still growing and hasn't dipped into the free agent market for a real big veteran yet or hasn't you know done some of the things that i think they will do in time to fill out that roster but the more these young guys play the more you realize you can count on them the better off this franchise is going to be
1: And that shows uh, during the three-game win streak, nothing against Goff being consistent and away from the influx of youth uh, stepping up big time for the Lions. That offensive line, and and it's been a storyline from game one that no matter who's down, next man up, they found a way to be able to run the ball for the most part when they're playing well. And I think that shows in this three-game win streak that you can get a lead, you then pound the rock, and you control the tempo. I've uh, seen that, you know, the fourth quarter of the Bears game, and you watched it start to finish. I think that's why they dominated the Giants.
2: Yeah, and, and let me just throw out one name before we move on from young players. Amon Ross St. Brown is a star. I mean, we know that now. He's just flat a star, and he's, he's a terrific player, and I think he's going to be a great player for a long time to come, and uh, we wouldn't be doing it if we didn't mention his name. But look, to your point, and I brought this up uh, with Coach when we recorded the pregame show, this offensive line, people don't talk about it enough when they talk about four rushing touchdowns or golf having time to throw and critical plays that are being made. This offensive line is a massive, massive part of what has happened with this team this year, and it was supposed to be. They have put multiple number one draft picks into that offensive line, money into that offensive line, um, you know, when... when Big V was out there. He was a high-priced free agent that they had on this offensive line. So it's by design that these guys are supposed to lead and be good, but it's working and it's been a part of it. And in fairness, it's worked and been a part of it with some key pieces missing at times, and guys like Frank not being 100% because he's still hurting. Um, So, look, it's, it's a great point. It's supposed to be the backbone of the team, and at a critical times this year, it absolutely has been.
1: Dan Miller, Voice of the Lions, joining us here on the huge show across Michigan NFL. Uh, power Hour. Lions and the Bills on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, so what, before I let go, what's your vibe uh, on this game tomorrow? Why, why the Lions? I, mean, I know well, we look, talked I about would... the whys, but what do you think happens?
2: Look, I was really excited to see what would happen when they went to New York because I think it was a step up in competition, and it was a road game, and it wasn't nice weather. Uh, it was a difficult day to throw the football and a difficult day to kick the football. I wanted to see how they handled it, and they handled it really well. I think this is the same type of thing. It is a massive step up in competition from the last three games that they've won. Uh, this is, again, this is the Super Bowl favorite. This is supposed to be the best team in football. Look, I want to see what they do. I, I can't sit here and tell you what's going to happen, but I will tell you, I'm not going into this thing thinking it's an L. I'm going into this thing thinking if they play the way that they're com- capable of, they can have a chance to win in the end. But it's got to be their best game of the year. I Last week was their best game of the year. They will have to play better to win this game on Thanksgiving. But – The recipe that they've had recently is the recipe that you need. So, look, um, I want to see where it goes. I think it's a great measuring stick. But when all is said and done, win or lose, there's still a lot of work to be done to get where they want to go. Even if they lose, there's still plenty out there for them to do, to get on another roll and get back into being relevant again. So, look, I'm out of the prediction business, but I'm excited to see how this team measures up against a team that we already believe is great. Let's kick it off and do it.
1: And then uh, when you get through Buffalo, win or lose, the schedule gets friendly. And I know we play the schedule game all the time where we look at it and we think when they're 1-1, one one, hey, they could win 10 games. And then, boom, uh, we dealt with that uh, losing streak. And then they come back and they get three wins. And I think the crowd will be back in it. I think Buffalo and their Bills Mafia will travel. will uh-huh. be a great scene Uh, tomorrow in detroit for thanksgiving day dan miller lomas brown tj lang and the crew on the lions radio network all across uh, michigan dan appreciate the time my best to you and your family and enjoy a great thanksgiving dinner after the call
2: thank you same to you and yours and all your listeners and uh i am looking forward to you you said it i'm looking forward to Ford field tomorrow i think it's going to be absolutely lit i think these fans are going to show up and be ready And I think it's going to be, it's always electric on Thanksgiving. It's going to be a real something this year with a three-game win streak and Buffalo coming in. So let's do it. Best Thanksgiving to everybody. Everybody be safe and enjoy it. And uh, we'll look forward to seeing what happens here.
1: All right. Thank you, Danny. Take care, man. Thanks. All right. Dan Miller joining us on the DraftKings NFL Power Hour, presented by the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Make sure you download the DraftKings Sportsbook app and use the promo code HUGE to get in on the NFL action and the Lions and the Bills tomorrow. You got the Cowboys and the Giants, college football all the way through the weekend, NHL, NBA, World Cup soccer, NFL action all day Sunday, Sunday night, and Monday night. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code HUGE when you sign up to always get the hookups.
0: Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Make some midweek magic with
6: Light the Lamp Wednesdays at BetMGM, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Place a $25 wager on any NHL player to score a goal on Wednesday, and you'll automatically receive $2 in free bets for every goal scored in the game. Up to $16 in free bets. Just log on to your account or download the app and sign up with BetMGM to get started. Then opt into the Light the Lamp Wednesdays promotion to receive a $2 free bet for every goal scored in the game, regardless of your Bets outcome. Take your shot every Wednesday at BetMGM. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager, Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as is non withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. If you think you have a gambling problem, call 1 800 270 7117 for confidential help. This excludes Michigan disassociated persons.
9: Imagine this, winning big at Soaring Eagle. It's the $100,000 Buckets of Cash. Every Saturday in November, each week, we're giving away $25,000 in cold, hard cash. Drawings are 7 to 11 p.m., with every winner taking home five grand. Grab Buckets of Cash only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details.
0: To The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network.
1: Huge show is back live across Michigan Wednesday, Thanksgiving Eve. Man, we got the Lions and the Bills tomorrow, full day of NFL and college football. Michigan State out west in the Nike Classic, both men and women. Then Friday and Saturday, you got the Michigan High School Athletic Association, eight state championship football games inside Ford Field. Get your tickets right now, the quick link. At MHSAA.com, also the box office. It won't be sold out. Heck of a deal. I think $20. You get to watch four games in a day. I'll be there on Friday. If you see me, say hello. Then Saturday, I'll be hosting that huge Michigan Ohio State Watch Party at Johnny Brands on Leonard, downtown Grand Rapids. They open up at 11 a.m. That party begins at noon. Michigan State will be at Penn State. They need to win. Be eligible. Penn State's playing for, what, a 10-2 and two season? I I like Penn State big in that game. I like Michigan 31-28, and I like the Lions. 35-31, something like that. I think that's what I posted at Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. By the way, all of our social network interaction presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold. They call Van Andel Arena in downtown GR home, and they'll be home on Sunday. And every Sunday home game means a family four-pack of tickets with a $20 concessions voucher is only 50 bucks. That's presented by Meyer every Sunday home game with the Grand Rapids Gold inside Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Let's go talk about the Bills and the Lions tomorrow. Lomas will have a late Thanksgiving dinner, and he doesn't mind because the Lions have won three straight I don't know if they're going to hang a banner before the game, but I'll be tuning in uh, with three straight wins. They're playing the Bills, a team that has been exposed. They look like they were going to you know, be a 14-3, and 15-2, 16-1 team, and now you get the Josh Allen injury. They didn't look fantastic at Ford Field this past Sunday against the Browns, and if the Lions win that game tomorrow, Lomas, that's scheduled to close out. But with the win tomorrow, we are talking wild card playoffs with your Detroit Lions.
4: <laughs> oh wow, man! Hey, Those words hadn't been in the in the same mm. sentence in a lot of years. But yeah, it's some strong possibilities out there. So I can't get too far ahead, though. Huge. I got to I got to stay in the now, and the now is they got it's a good team. They haven't looked good. But I'm telling you, man, this is a very, very good team. Very good team that they're coming here um, on both sides of the ball. Probably won't have Tremaine, um, their middle linebacker. Uh, he probably won't play. Uh, but basically, everybody else will be playing. So uh, we'll have to see, man. But it's, it's been fun. You know, this ride that we've been on these last three games, and it's great to see how the team, especially how the defense, has been improving right before our very eyes. I mean, you could just see them week by week. This defense has been getting better and better. So if they can continue to play like they played these last uh, couple of weeks, man, I, we got a chance. We got a chance tomorrow.
1: Lomas Brown from the Lions Radio Network, former Lions joining us on the Meyer Guest Line, talking about the Bills and the Lions tomorrow. I was thinking before you came on, Loma, that right before the three-game win streak started, the last time you were on before they started this three-game win streak, you said that you needed to give uh, Dan Campbell a hug, that you gave him a hug, and that might have been the lucky <laughs> hug because they, they, looked, uh, they looked like they weren't going to win a game the rest of the year and then... These young guys on defense, I saw Hutch just got NFC Defensive Player of the Week. Uh, you get Joseph and Jacobs and, my Lord, they, they McNeil just uh, dominating old-school Jerry Ball-like. Yes, sir. Uh, I mean, I you know, you Pascal coming back, Kaminsky healthy. Uh, I, I think this turnaround, nothing against anything we've seen on the offense, but this turnaround is based on the Lions' defense getting healthy, And finally, coming to play every snap.
4: You're absolutely right, man. I I I just hate to say this, but I just feel so bad for Aubrey Pleasant, You know, having uh, you know, being the fall guy. You know, losing his job. Where, like you say, a, a lot of this has been these guys getting healthy because the the one key thing a lot of people forget about is that the practice. I mean, you have to practice your craft. You have to practice your whatever you're trying to be good at. And when you guys are not healthy and they're not there, then you got – the backup lineman and they're taking snaps, you know, practice snaps away from the starter because the starter isn't healthy. You know, it just throws off the chemistry of the team. And you're absolutely right. You can see this team getting healthier and as they're getting healthier, these guys are playing well. And and the, the good thing is young guys, it's young guys that are playing well. So this just this wealth of of experience that they're gonna get either this year playing early and playing early in their career, it can only help them get, get better and better. So, you know, it's been great to see this. But, again, Hughes, we got a tough one. It would be great, man, for us to really, man, come in and just play good, play a very good game against a team that a lot of people think about it. A lot of people still have them, you know, a Super Bowl contender. So it would be great to see them put on a great performance
1: tomorrow. Well, it's Brown from the Lions Radio Network, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line here on the Hughes Show across Michigan. I'm watching that Giants game, and there were so many things that I haven't seen the Lions ever do. A, control the game start to finish, but even on a big third down play, Kennedy running a drag route on a linebacker, he beats him, and Goff makes a great throw. I'm thinking those type of throws are there all day. Uh, Even Brock Wright, you know, with no Hawkinson, and Goff using all of his receivers. I, I do like Kennedy. I liked him in the preseason. I think he's a a, a light version of Amendola or Julian Edelman. He's a bailout guy, and I'm, I'm glad he's up and in the lineup.
4: Yeah, I agree 100% with you, with Tom Kennedy and the way they can use him. You know, and He's fearless. I mean, think about it. you got to be fearless to go across that middle. And Amal Ross St. Brown, he's another one. And that's huge. If, if you look throughout the NFL, that's the route of choice. You know how everything, you know how every year it's a certain trend that everybody kind of follows in the NFL. It could be in anything, but it's always something that trends. And that's what it is, those drag routes, those crossing routes. Everybody runs. I, I, I mean, you, you just watch any team. I don't know if they will run them as much in the colleges, but I know, you know almost every pro team has them in there because they're so effective. Because, again, once you find out if that guy has a one-on-one matchup on them, then it's hard for a guy to follow him across the, you know, across the field like that, especially if the offensive line giving you quarterback time, which the big fellas, man, we got to talk. Talk about them huge because none of this. We ain't talking about none of that domination against the Giants. If our boys would have came to play up front, both sides of the ball, and our O line dominated. I mean, dominated their D line. I thought we might have a little problem in the middle where they had the big guys, Wallace and Leonard Williams in there, but we handled them, man. We handled them, and if we could keep doing that up front. You know,
1: on both sides of the ball, the Lions are going to be a hard team to beat. Lomas Brown, a hard team to beat with him and Dan Miller and T.J. Lang tomorrow inside Ford Field. I think the fans will be back loud and proud. The Bills' mafia will travel. That will be a great uh, Thanksgiving Day matchup with the Lions and the Bills on CBS. You can listen to Lomas, Dan, and T.J. on the Lions' uh, radio network. Lomas, always appreciate the interaction, conversation. Enjoy that game tomorrow, and maybe next week or in the next couple of weeks we'll hook up and we'll talk not only about a three-win banner, but maybe a four-win banner or a five-win wow. banner because after the Bills, they get the Jaguars at Ford Field a yep. week from Sunday in Detroit.
4: Yep, yep. You're right, Hughes. You you have a happy Thanksgiving, my good man, and I'll talk to you
1: soon. Yeah, enjoy the family. That'll be a nice Thanksgiving meal at the Lomas household uh, with the Brown family. If the Lions beat the Bills and they won four in a row, this place will be going nuts. Absolutely. I already got the fried turkey. is already oh. up on
4: my countertop as we speak. Ken. Hold on. So you've already fried it? Oh, yeah. No, I didn't fry it. I ain't going to give credit for that. But I got it fried. He laying up there. Oh, he's ready for tomorrow. He's already prepped and ready for tomorrow. Need some dressing, cranberries, a little, you know. Then I'm good to go.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to, because I was worried you were gonna, like, you were trying to fry it in your backyard. And I've seen some of those YouTube videos. Oh no! Hey, you know what they say? With
4: age comes wisdom. Yes. That early Lomas probably would have tried to do something like that. This elder Lomas, uh uh-uh. No, huge. I get somebody else to do it for me, my good man. You know.
1: I was thinking about that today when I was inside Meijer uh, here on the northeast side of Grand Rapids. And um, I'm one of these guys where I, I love a good meal, but I don't cook it. And I was thinking they could have a great service of pre-cooked turkey that you just pick up. I'm not lying. Or, or have it even packaged like they, they fried it or they cooked it and it's there and you warm it up and it looks like you did it. You put it on a platter. People are like, oh, that's beautiful. Because I, I, I don't have time to cook it. And, A, every time I cook it, uh, med center visits rise because it wasn't cooked properly. Or And I never tried to fry it where you throw in that thing and you're basically doing a science experiment looking to burn or blow up your garage or house.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Definitely not
1: trying to do that. I'm
4: not no. trying to be on anybody' news. I just want to eat. Sick.
1: That's all, Lomas. I just want to eat. That's it. Thank you. Thank all right. you we, we love you, Lomas. Hey, love you back, man. Talk yeah. to you soon. Yeah, happy Thanksgiving. Lomas Brown joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. That is a good idea, Superfly, isn't it? That you could put in an order like at the Meyer meat counter and say your turkey fried, your turkey, you know, oven roasted, roasted, whatever. And then you pick it up like on the day before Thanksgiving or even Thanksgiving morning because I think Meyer is open till 5, and then you you do that or even package like pre-cooked not I remember one Thanksgiving Superfly, when I was first divorced this was pretty good and I'm hosting a lot of people at my house and I will never do that again as a single guy oh god trying to prepare everything oh, oh man so I I ruined the turkey like the night of I had to roll to mire. they were out of turkeys I don't for some reason so it's that's that's when they were open twenty four hours, and I know their hours changed when the pandemic hit. And I, they're they're out of turkey, so I'm like, what am I going to do? It so there was some of that oven sliced turkey that's with the gravy in those pans. I bought like four of them, and cooked them in the oven, and then put it out for everybody. And the look on their faces because I already had a ham too, right? But the look on their face is like, is this like banquet turkey ham? Or is this banquet turkey? And I'm like, you're being picky. It's Thanksgiving. Be thankful you got anything at all. I do have a message from my friends on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Right now, everyone can get boosted winnings with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays and with DraftKings' biggest payouts ever, why bet on the NBA anywhere else? Right now, everyone can earn up to a 100% boost with DraftKings' stepped-up same-game parlays. You can pick your parlays. It's fantastic. Just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers can sign up with promo code HUGE and place a stepped-up same-game parlay to boost your winnings up to 100%. This is only on the DraftKings Sportsbook app and official Sports betting partner of the NBA. If you are someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline at 1-800-270-7117. 21 and up in Michigan only. One boost per eligible game. Opt-in required. 10-plus legs required for 100% boost. Parlay and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility and terms at DraftKings.com slash basketball terms.
0: Big bad huge